0: What's up, everybody? This is the greatest podcast on God's green earth. That's right. It's all ego, eat the page, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers. Taking your
1: way in the world today, takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries, sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you
0: want to go away. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when it's Pod Van Dam. This is Wrestling Cheers where we like to talk about things going on in the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a listener episode with Ed from Pod Van Dam. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe you're ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose the desire, cheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said, this is a listener episode with Ed from Pod Van Dam. Ed. How's it going this evening?
2: It's pretty great. Uh, earlier I was getting my Hayabusa cosplay ready for Yumicon. Uh, very excited.
0: Did, didn't you already do the Hayabusa cosplay?
2: Yeah, but I don't want to make a new one. So, okay. Yeah. I'm just going to do that one again. And also I only got to wear it for like an hour colossal Con, because it was very hot. I feel like that's more of this, like this will be better for it. Like it was like 90 and I was breathing on my own face in that mask. and It was like, it was pretty miserable.
0: That was kind of like with me last night. Um, when it comes to pulling something out of the past, of, I went to a Halloween party and I, with like the wedding coming up, or as people are listening to this, the wedding was last weekend, but I didn't like spend money on a costume. So I was like, okay, what do I have? Like what old costumes can I pull out? Or like what things do I have that I can contribute to a costume? So I went with Macho Man.
2: There you go. Timeless. Everybody loves the Macho Man or Savage except the McMahon family.
0: That's true. That's true.
2: Yeah. Well, good thing him and Hulk Hogan made up, like, right before Randy (laughs) died, but nobody was there to witness it, but it for sure happened.
0: Kind of like with uh, Medusa and uh, Luna Vachon.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more believable, though, I think, right? I didn't watch that Luna special. Did they have, like, Big Heat?
0: I didn't watch it either. I'm just going on the uh, the joke that uh, Joe made on At Odds. Obviously, I like referring to the whole thing with Hogan and Savage. Yeah. But yeah, with me I was uh I literally had almost everything for the Macho Man costume. The only thing that I had to buy, I bought uh the multicolor bandana that he wore in the Cream of the Crop promo. That mm-hmm. uh, surprisingly someone does make the one that looks like very close to it. And then I bought two new uh Macho Man bandanas for uh wearing around the wrist. Like Randy he didn't wear that in that promo, but I know those
2: are those are just for around the house like.
0: Oh yeah. Well, now I have three of those.
2: I was like, man, maybe I'll wear my Hayabusa mask and like a short skirt and I can be Hayabussy. But then I was like, I don't think anyone will get it. No, <laughs> I think that'll just be funny. That'll be a just funny for me thing, which like I don't really want. I mean, I, might, I won't have that Hayabusa costume on long either, because that mask is like very difficult to drink in. Very difficult. And yeah, that was a hell of a time. I think that was a major decision of like, let's go back and I'm gonna take this off. I think that was part of it too, is that like, it took a couple straws. and, <laughs> is- like, stack one on top of the other and like use a bendy straw and then like come in from the top and it was it was a pain.
0: How do you do it in your furry outfit?
2: Oh, I just pop that head right off. You wanna like the old Terry Skunk head comes right <laughs> off and I'm I'm down there chugging alcohols
0: you don't want to break the the illusion of you know you being an actual skunk
2: no i i want people to know that i'm also very attractive too i don't <laughs> want them to like, i want to get my furry attention and my attention for being very attractive
0: i should have like tweeted big moose cooch and see if uh she would have sent in a, a voicemail it's
2: dude i always say big moose cooch but like she has a new name and i can't ever think of what it is anymore
0: i don't i don't know i i blocked her because she's fucking annoying
2: Man, nothing was better than Seahawk being like, "People need thicker skin," and I was like, "Aren't you the man that blocked me because I made a joke about Scott Hall used to get DUIs?" Like,
0: <laughs> oh, they kind of like the hypocrisy and on, on shit on Twitter is so annoying. I mean, that's, I mean, I like say that's not just Twitter; that's people in general.
2: That's how I feel about it when people are mean to me on Twitter that I don't even know. Like, I'll get like a little upset about it for like maybe a quarter of a second, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm kind of mean to people on this app all the time that I don't know," so like. I don't know. It just kind of comes with it. I don't know, I've we been doing this show for like three years now. I kind of got the just wrestling Twitters. Like, I don't know. Everybody hates everything, and that's just kind of what it is. And I like it. Uh, the only thing I don't like about it, this is my main gripe on wrestling Twitter, is like when I'll tweet things like, Bret Hart sucks, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, that's just your opinion, man. And I'll be like. Yeah, well, clearly, I'm the one that said it on my Twitter. Why would I have to preface this with, like, it's my opinion, but, like, of course it's my opinion. Like, this is all subjective. I don't think I should have to preface things with, I know this is my opinion, but, because, like, that's clearly, clearly my opinion. I know I'm in the minority when I think that Bret Hart is very boring. Except I'm coming around on that WCW stuff when he doesn't give a shit anymore. I think that's a lot of fun. (laughs) Watching him, like, not care at all. It reminds me a lot of, like, the dying days of like TNA uh, when they had like Davey Richards just and Austin Aries just like not caring at all, but still like having pretty good matches. But you can tell like they just don't give a fuck. They had a match at like the Slammiversary one time where like I don't think either of them really bump.
0: I can't believe Davey Richards is back,
2: dude. It's so awesome. Davey Richards back and like plays ball with everybody. Like he loves, like it's the total opposite of Davey Richards that left. <laughs> We're like. Dude, he wrestled Everett Connors. Can you believe that? How weird is that? They're like, somebody booked that first off. They're like, you know who's perfect for Davey? Everett Connors. (laughs) And then he wrestled him and then said nice shit about him after. It's fucking wild.
0: I've actually debated on unblocking Davey Richards because I always found him to be so fucking annoying.
2: Dude, you're missing all these awesome tweets about how he doesn't understand technology. Where like somebody was like, Davey, you should get a cameo. And he's like, is that like one of those PayPal apps? Because I don't want them. I got a checkbook.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Well, it's
2: so good, dude.
0: I have the VM Discord, so.
2: Yeah, yeah. You, you guys just, you know, tell Dave me Eric all the stuff. is great, dude. He's great. Until he's just kind of an old man now. And it's nice. I you think know it, what it reminds me of? What? It reminds me of like when Eric Stevens came back and you yeah. just kind of found out that Eric Stevens is just kind of like a just kind of a dude now. He's chill. It's nice. I can't believe like I was tweeting with Eric Stevens for like a while before I realized it was Eric Stevens. thought he was just a dude on Twitter.
0: I, I love and miss Eric Stevens.
2: Man, if I could, I, I I would lose a toe to get Eric Stevens back. I'm pretty
0: sure. I would love to him just to come back for a rager. He doesn't even have to wrestle. Just
2: be, yeah. to, be here. I think he said it. I think he said like he would never come back into a match, but at a rager, he can toss on a pair of jeans and some Jordans and do like a, a tope. I was like, yeah, that'd be cool fucking Cookie Dad dude
0: that'd be one of my the, that might be one of my favorite uh times I called into pod Van Dam
2: with Cookie Dad yeah cookie Dad was the best because he was retired so he didn't give a shit and just buried a lot of people. It was mm-hmm. awesome
0: because I think the joke that I made I was like, oh I got a question for my favorite uh YouTube reviewer, but I think it's past Brooklyn's bedtime <laughs> and how they don't they don't they don't do the shit anymore which I understand when he got like, put it out there he was like, you know two kids and at that time you know third one on the way and the business it's just like i ain't got time for youtube and i'm like as much as that sucks and i hate hearing it because i genuinely would love i loved going to youtube and watching the reviews with amanda i just got to a point where i was like uh, i understand i understand that you got so much shit going on That you know fuck this youtube shit
2: i like that we got him back for a little bit though mm-hmm. and like in my in like my home promotion like that's just a fucking spoils or it just like it's literally comparable to be like if monty brown came back and like he got booked in aiw for a year like i never thought eric stevens was coming back and then he did and he wrestled in front of me a lot and i got really lucky because eric stevens is fucking dope him and roddy used to beat the fuck out of each other
0: yeah, that's probably. And
2: like getting lots of people happy talking about Davy Richards and Eric Stevens, two very popular people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the other thing I don't like about Davy Richards, and it's not necessarily his fault, I don't like his wife. I hate Angelina Love.
2: Oh, he is married to her. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, Angelina Love was a bad wrestler. I yeah, yeah. The beautiful people were bad wrestlers for sure. I liked it, but like I thought it was funny. I but it's like you know they don't have to be good because they're they're pretty. So, like, they don't have to be good at wrestling.
0: <laughs> I've been blocked by her for a decade now. What would you do
2: to get blocked by each other's love?
0: Okay, because, like, my block list of, like, who I'm blocked by is kind of short.
2: I'm mm-hmm. shockingly.
0: Well, I've learned block them first because most of them are too stupid to block you back. I should say most people are too stupid to block you back because they don't realize they have that function.
2: Yeah.
0: Because if you block somebody, you could technically still look at their tweets. Yeah. It, there's just the thing that tells you, hey, you blocked this person. Oh, view tweets. Okay. So, um, 10 years ago, when I was a completely different person on wrestling Twitter, uh, I think some friends of mine were watching TNA and, uh, they were kind of talking shit about Angel Love. But if I'm correct, I mean, like with this being 10 years ago, I don't remember, uh, they didn't mention her, like at, but like, you know, they, they said something about Angel Love. And I think at that time, which I know of, it doesn't look as good now. And I, I I don't necessarily condone it, but they're just saying like how skinny she looks I and mean, she needs to eat a sandwich. Well, of all people, she didn't find it at first. Her boyfriend at the time did, Crimson, and which which Crimson? Um, the only one that you, that actually would have dated her, not the one with the face paint,
2: not Fake Joker. He yeah. could you yeah, imagine?
0: Could you imagine that Crimson yes. dating her?
2: I actually can. Yeah, I can for sure. I think that she would think that was like a really dope gimmick.
0: <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, Crimson found it, uh, talk shit to my friends. And then, uh, I think Angelina blocked them and sort of Crimson. And then I jumped in and I just like added to it. I got blocked by her and I got blocked by Crimson too. But since then, like him and I buried the hatchet, like he had a few years after that, he finally came back to AIW. He didn't remember the altercation. And at that point, him and Angelina love were long over, but he remembered a comment he made about me. Because I had my profile avatar at the time was me in a Shredder costume hoodie. Mm -hmm. So he called me Fat Shredder. (laughs) That's the one thing he remembered. Like, I remember explaining the situation. He's like, I don't remember. I'm like, Fat Shredder. Oh, okay. I I remember that. I remember calling you Fat Shredder. That's the only thing I remember.
2: Crimson is for sure a free the narrative guy.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it. I'm keeping a
2: list now of like free the narrative guys and like Crimson added to the list of free the narrative guys. It's like him and Ryback right now. Yeah. You did you watch that? No. It's incredible. It's so fucking bad. It's my new favorite wrestling show ever. I'm pretty sure.
0: Well, like it's, I did, I did want to support it because Badass was part of it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, as far as uh, Advantis goes, it shot really well. Like it is, it looks good. Um, I think that, like, I think had Odds is hard on how it looks. They're like, ah, oh, that white light just washes everything out which it does i don't know but i don't think it's that bad of an artistic choice and like all the matches are in highlight form so that's awesome for jonah that he doesn't have to watch any wrestling really i don't know <laughs> this is like it's really bad though it's like fucking fun it's really really bad really bad <laughs> it's uh there it's it's definitely like what dumb jocks think is deep art yeah you know what i mean is not what... fucking it's like fight club you know
0: isn't that what joe said
2: yeah, yeah, and he's right. Okay, yeah, yeah but, yeah, but that's perfectly explains it. It is like what dumb jocks think is deep art for sure. Like that's it is fantastic. Like it is a Fight Club movie, like but wrestling. Because have you seen Fight Club?
0: It's been a long time. I don't, and I've only seen it once.
2: It's just really, you know, it's it's archy and pretentious, but it's like what a dumb jock would think is art, like arty and pretentious, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I like that's what free the narrative is, and it's fucking perfect. And then the fiend's gonna be in the third one. Can you imagine a fiend pilled free the It's gonna be so good? It's gonna be the worst thing ever. I can't wait.
0: Wait a minute, is that confirmed or is that you're speculating?
2: They said at the end of the second one, they say fiend a lot. They and like I think old called of called of windom, he's uh he's teased it too. that, like <laughs> the fiend is gonna be in free the narrative. Because the whole thing of free the narrative is like these dumb jog wrestlers are now free to control their, like, they're not a corporate wrestler anymore. They're free to control their narrative. And that's like what EC3 like beats into. It's the, sh- it's the worst. I love it. So like, I can't imagine like how awful the fiend was <laughs> and like all those awful ideas that old Wyndham Rotundo had like now completely unhinged and he can do whatever he wants. And he's going to think that this is like, <laughs> the greatest shit and that it's gonna be awful I can't wait
0: but people are gonna fucking dude, buy it like crazy
2: yes of course they are because they think The Fiend is good and he isn't like the best thing The Fiend did is like dude months of him like do you remember Seth Rollins like screaming <laughs> because he was so scared of The Fiend and then they get to Saudi Arabia and Goldberg is flat out like nah I'm not doing any of that shit I'm gonna fucking spear you and jackhammer you and win <laughs> because I'm fucking Goldberg and it was awesome
0: <laughs> Like Yeah, I can only fucking imagine what he's going to come up with. But that is the thing, like, people fucking eat that shit up. It's just about as, you know, pathetic as the people that eat up, you know, whatever CM Punk spews out.
2: No, no. (laughs) No, it's not the same, because CM Punk's the greatest wrestler of all time. And then the other is, like, Bray Wyatt in the spooky clown mask. Who sucked always? Bray Wyatt always sucked. Listen, (laughs) we already made people mad with Davey Richards and (laughs) his talk. Bray Wyatt was never good. Like He just... Had a fun little gimmick. That was just Wayland Mercy at first, too. I oh, don't yeah. know. I did want to see him in much in the same vein of Free the Narrative. I, the only thing I regret is they never got to do Sister Abigail. Because, like, Sister Abigail versus <laughs> Pumpkin Fiend would have been the greatest shit in the world.
0: God, I remember when they were teasing that whole fucking Sister Abigail shit.
2: Yes. Yes. I was so excited. I was so pumped because I knew it was going to be bad. I was, like... So fucking excited I don't know if you know this about me Summers I love bad wrestling <laughs> Like Love it
0: That's why I don't know Like when you say you like You like a wrestler I don't know if that's like A compliment or an insult Or whether you When you don't like <laughs> a wrestler I don't know if it's compliment or insult
2: Right And I get it I get the dichotomy there Because I do like good wrestling too Like Because I could tell you like I love pro wrestling Noah right now And I like I think they're hitting on everything And it's all really good stuff But at the same time Free the narrative too Happened And <laughs> Braun and
0: cries a lot <laughs> so yeah I've heard about that one
2: (laughs) he fucking cries a lot
0: (laughs) now that the that first one's on YouTube I might go back and at least watch the main event that's the only thing I wanted to see in the first place the second
2: one's on YouTube too you have to at least skim through it to like get a feel of. you gotta watch the EC3 promo at the beginning that explains basically what this all is and then like kind of skim through it. I recommend the William stuff it's like Bill Carr's character he's just a drunk it's really good uh but, yeah, man, I don't know. I
0: really love for the narrative. Can't wait for number three. When uh, EC3 came to the live Major Wrestling Figure podcast show and did that cold crashing thing, like, I was there. Yeah. And yeah. It, was, it was awkward. Like, I I knew it was obviously, you know, scripted. It was leading towards something, what it was. I had no fucking idea at that point. But, like, literally, like, it was, like, one of the most awkward situations I had ever been in. And it's like, I really I love EC3. I love Michael Hutter, but I don't know. And in then that, in that situation, it just, it did it, it seem so fucking cringe.
2: There's nothing better than like wrestling stuff doesn't hit. Do you remember when Jimmy Wang was in AIW? Yeah, I did. He kept doing that bit about like that girl saying she loved Wang that just wouldn't catch on with the audience. And he just kept fucking trying it and like it was bad i loved it it was really awkward because like nobody wants to boo jimmy wang but at the same time everyone wanted him to shut up with that fucking joke
1: yeah
0: that's that's almost one of my biggest pet peeves recently obviously not with wrestlers but like there are fans out there that will not let chance end or like they'll try to get something started and like nothing happens but they won't let it go like i've you know, I've been to a, sh- a show recently where, and Crandall, like, I know the guy. He'd always have something to yell, but he would like be so repetitive about it. Where it's like, you just ran the same joke in the ground for the last like ten minutes. It became not funny after the first minute. Like, it's definitely like I've learned more from the past few years after listening to virtual pros of like the different types of fans. Where I go, yeah, like there are those these crowd comedians and there's these people. I'm like, fuck. Some crowd comedians are horrible.
2: Uh, yeah, they are. Cause some of them aren't creative, and they just yell things like "kill yourself." <laughs>
1: it's like,
2: well, that's not even funny. Like, I still think like the funniest crowd thing ever was uh, remember when the Headhunters came in?
0: Yeah. Slowly and surely, and they, but yeah.
2: Yeah, and then they did that bit at the end where they cut their from how oh, they fucking hate Cleveland, and like we should all go home and come on our bellies, and like. They'll never be back here again. Mm-hmm. There's like a three second pause. And my cousin, Jesse, that used to come at AIW with me, just goes, please come back. Please come back. <laughs> and it was one of the fucking most genuinely funny things I've ever heard at a uh, wrestling show. Alberti used to yell some pretty funny shit, too, at Mount Carmel. I don't have any examples, but I do remember being drunk at Dustin Alberti making me laugh a lot.
0: I I remember stuff at Turner's Hall with him. What okay. him saying stuff, I, I don't remember shit, but I, I can remember him yelling stuff. But when it we came to Mount Carmel, like the second or third show there, like that's when he went bleach, bleachers and <laughs> it was away from where I was.
2: I accidentally yelled at uh, Heidi Lovelace that one girl's night out because I wasn't aware that she could hear me. Like, I didn't mean to like yell shit because I try not to yell shit at wrestlers too much, uh, but yeah. She said something about how, like, she'd defend that title against anybody but Shane, because Shane doesn't deserve it. And I was like, what do you mean you defend it against everybody?
0: Like, you haven't defended it in, like, four months. Like,
2: <laughs> you never here And she, like, yelled shit at me. I was like, oh, shit, you heard me. It's no good.
0: I mean, sometimes it can be funny. I know. I, I This isn't a funny example. This is more recently where I yelled something and I got somewhat in trouble for it, it was uh, Ray Lynn. Because she came out to WrestleRager in that Steelers jersey, and I, I yelled, go back to Dylan Bostic with that shit. Oh no! Oh yeah, she got lit. <laughs> she didn't know who said it at first, and then okay. I got literally fucking narked on by another fan. Like, no, oh, no, it was him. I'm like, you motherfucker! Like it was that intermission, and I apologized to her. Oh, my God! Because I think someone told me like a little bit more of the shit that happened with her and Bostic. Like I knew, I knew Bostic was a piece of shit. I, I never really cared for him, but. What happened Man, between them, I either forgot about or just flat out didn't know and I did apologize.
2: I love when wrestling fans know when wrestlers are dating and they yell shit like that because it never goes well. It never. <laughs> like, the joke, like jokes have, that have never landed ever. It's always really good.
0: Like when people are yelling Adam Cole at Britt Baker?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Like at no point is that going to go well for anybody and they
0: just do it anyway.
2: It's really good. I just try to yell things like,
0: let's go Mikey. <laughs> Can can you fucking believe Thorn? Disra- Dude, Mikey in the
2: suits, he's like showing up to commentary. I like it.
0: Yeah, fucking the way that I even put it, like he's with the Duke. He's not going to come up, come to a show where he's not wrestling in like the windbreaker outfit and everything, you know, pre-AIW uh, debut. Like, no, this is Bitcoin boy. Like he he's being the Bitcoin boy i fucking respect it i loved it. i even told him like you look good in your suit love it i think the vest is what
2: makes the uh i think Thorne's coming at it with the vest i think if the vest wasn't there he wouldn't say like seven year old on picture day because then it'd just be like a suit jacket and like a shirt and a tie i think the vest is what but i like it it looks good i wish he like, i wish he uh eric would dress now eric dress is really cool too man because mm-hmm. i asked him about those white skinny jeans he was wearing at. uh that first show back of the other, what was that? No, not the first show back. The one where he's managing because Mikey was in a tournament and
0: Duke. You mean the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tournament?
2: Yeah, the Biggins Cup. Yeah, when the, he's wearing, I asked him where he got him.
0: Yeah, gotta love the, gotta love the Bitcoin boys.
2: Fantastic longest reigning UXWA tag team. GP.
0: <laughs> I hope UXWA comes back.
2: I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I got, I got a bit of a vested interest in seeing it return, so I wouldn't mind.
0: No, that's what I said. I, I hope it comes back.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I know that my commentary wasn't that good, but I know that I th- I liked the worldwide Frankie Flynn hardcore match. Mm-hmm. I liked that one. Uh, I think I did okay there. Other than that, I think I'm pretty bad, but I've heard worse people than me in like the last year or two. So that's made me feel better. I just don't think I'm good at it. I just, I don't think I'm the worst either.
0: Yeah. I mean, there there's people out there that just are not good at all. Like I I know, the thing is with me, I'm picky. I like KG. I I like KG as a person. I'm undecided on his commentary because I don't watch GCW enough. Yeah. But, like, I, I love, as a, like a dude, I love KG. I actually have, and this is 100% true story, I have two shirts in my closet that were once owned by KG. And Did yes, you steal them? no, I bought them off of <laughs> them. They were, they're uh, ICP.
2: I don't know. I don't, I don't watch enough GCW to like have a really strong opinion on KG. But like, I don't know. I don't expect like you know Dave Prazak, He's there now, but like, I don't expect serious indie commentary on GCW because mm-hmm. GCW, man. I just expect like ML to be pretty high and drunk, and KG to, you know, be KG, and that's kind of it. I
0: don't think I talk about it enough, but I don't. I don't care for fucking ML. i I've, what? I like Emil, man. I have hinted around it on this show a while. Like I always call him the other guy can't stand them all like well, as I, like. I can't stand him as a person and I did not like him when he was the short-lived AIW commentator and I was and I think I've said this a lot I was legitimately one of the people that pushed for Steve to get that spot
1: I
2: remember that first show Steve uh ring announced people were saying like mean shit to him and uh I was just drunk enough to be very positive I was just I'd yell nice
0: things to him like you
2: know you're doing great you're doing great first time out you're killing you're doing awesome I like Steve Guy, man.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, he's no Pedro, but...
2: Steve Guy knows the girl that does Funnelingus with Dana Donnelly.
0: I have no idea who that is.
2: I don't know who the other girl is, but there is a girl that does Funnelingus with Dana Donnelly.
0: Are you... Are you Her bro- show's
2: coming out soon. I What's think it? they dropped a trailer for it.
0: So you're you really shooing in the Dana Donnelly references, because you haven't mentioned El Dam in a while.
2: She... Uh, She's in a show coming up the Mindy Kaling read.
0: Is this where I, where I, like, deduct negative points for every time you mention Dana Donnelly?
2: It's, like, called this, the Sex Life to College Girls or something. <laughs> I think that's it's something like that. I'm going to look it up now. Dana Donnelly. Let's look at her IMDb. This is like a Jonah now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of Javi and Dan where I read things to you. That's what <laughs> Jonah's found a website, and he would like to read all of this off to you.
0: This is this is the point of Pod Van Dam where there's silence, and I take out silence, so it doesn't sound the same to everybody else.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, Dana Donnelly, actress. The Sex life of College Girls. Yep, that's what it's called.
0: What's that going to be on?
2: I think it's on Hulu right, or good, good. Prime. It's on one of the streaming services.
0: Hopefully it's on Hulu, so I don't have to see it.
2: <gasps> I mean, we're going to do an episode-by-episode episode review on the Pod Van Dam Patreon.
0: So you want me to come up with a show for... The I want yeah,
2: anybody to do shows for the Patreon.
0: <laughs> I don't. Cause, Cause we're clearly aren't. I don't know what the fuck I would do.
2: See, this is my problem too. I was telling Charlie Butters, this is Toy Ohio. It's like, we've been doing pod Van Dam for like three, four years now, the way it is. And uh, I'm out of ideas. So <laughs> I've tapped up all my ideas for Patreon shows and I'm, I'm burnt out. Uh,
0: I think for me, it's like, I don't even have time for even, fathom the idea of starting like a wrestling Cheers Patreon. I've openly Mm -hmm. said like I kind of won't because I don't have nothing to really offer especially with this being kind of mostly a a one man show. Like I have guests on and everything but like having to pull stuff from other people could be a little harder even to the point of like early episodes. There's literally times that I'm posting the episode either late Wednesday night or times that I'm posting it early uh, Thursday morning at like one o'clock but I'm just post dating it at midnight so it's like I can't give necessarily an early thing so trying to even come up with something that I could do for Pod Van Dam, the only thing that I could think of and even then I don't think I could do a lot of it is like maybe talking about like some of the edits for Pod Van Dam. like dude you need to learn to fucking mute I no. swear to God yeah you do <laughs> and for the record that tweet wasn't about you that was actually I wrote down a couple weeks ago And I drafted it because I didn't want anybody to be like, oh, he's talking about me. Like, I I think I know what podcast I listen to. It wasn't Pod Van Dam. It wasn't AIW. It was something else. But I think there's a lot of people that might have taken offense. And I'm like, understand, like, I I probably wasn't talking about you. And like, though editing you, and I get to hear a solo track of you, and I can hear every time you uh, flick your lighter, I can hear every time you uh, take a hit of something, especially uh, from a fish tank yeah and take uh, especially like taking a drink like there's times like you have you are a loud gulper
2: oh yeah and also like do the um a lot yes do you take a drink
0: yeah that because it
2: makes it taste better
0: sometimes i keep it in other times i don't
2: it's ambiance <laughs> S- setting the mood for the show
0: but yeah i don't i don't i don't know um, what i would do like like maybe talk about some of the editing stuff but i don't know that's i don't i just also like it comes down to time because here yeah. I'm, I'm editing this show and recording the show and then editing Pod Van Dam, And depending on how my schedule lines up, it's like I'm left with like a handful of days to do other shit, which granted if I go ahead.
2: We're going to shut down the Pod Van Dam Patreon. We're just going to do the Pod Van Dam OnlyFans, but it's just pictures of me uh, (laughs) dressed as cat girls. Jesus.
0: If you guys got an OnlyFans though, you got to, you got to incorporate Pat somehow.
2: Are you kidding me? (laughs) He would never, he (laughs) wouldn't, he wouldn't even like this joke. He'd tell you not to even joke about this. (laughs)
0: Uh, on the major wrestling figure podcast Patreon like one of the quote benefits is a selfie from Brian every week because like mm-hmm. he doesn't he they call him bare minimum Brian because he doesn't do a lot of stuff yeah. so it's kind of like here's him going out of his way here's a selfie so the equivalent for that for Pat and OnlyFans is like he'll say one greasy sentence on video a week or even a month just one sentence doesn't have to like go into the detail just one greasy thing
2: He's just got to say a greasy word. <laughs> Pat says the C word.
0: <laughs> Today's greasy word. That'd be great. Hey and
2: that's like one of those awesome Arrested Development jokes that like went over my head for like episodes until like they pointed it out that the boat that they have is called the C word.
0: Oh, I think I've heard someone point that out. It may have been you. Yeah, I might because have... like it's
2: like it's like a season later where after they get the boat. Mm-hmm. Where like, they got to get rid of the boat. And he tells Job, get rid of the C word. And his mom's standing there. And she's like, I will leave when I am damn well good and ready. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, the C word. OK, I get it. Like,
0: There's a lot of jokes on that show that are so good.
2: It's the greatest show of all time. It's the, the single greatest show. I'm, I, I've never finished the Netflix seasons because they're bad. But like the first three seasons of that show are the greatest television ever produced.
0: I don't know. I don't think the the Netflix seasons are that bad.
2: Um, they just do the trope that I hate with shit where like, it's like, everything's the opposite now. It's like, that's fucking lazy writing, dude. Like that's, I mean, it's not, it's not Ryan Johnson, Star Wars lazy because <laughs> you're still like writing something. You're still, you're still an idea. So it's not the laziest form of writing, but it's still like, I don't know, man. I hate it. It was like, Michael's irresponsible now. Isn't that wacky?
0: It's like, well, no, I want Michael to be Michael. <laughs> like, yeah, I've, I went back and like rewatched some of it. Not that long ago, because Amanda never watched it, so I was trying to Arrested get her. Arrested
2: Development or yeah. Star Wars Episode Eight?
0: No, uh, Arrested
2: Development. Good. Okay, never rewatched Star Wars Episode Eight. It's the worst movie of all time.
0: Well, I don't. I don't really care for Star Wars. That, <sighs> that's that's my that's my. What's br-
2: that like?
0: <laughs> that's my heart. Uh, sucks, I would. Love sucks. To, dude. I,
2: would lo- I would love to not care about Star Wars because things like Episode Eight wouldn't have like ruined me for as long as they did. <laughs> you yeah. don't do anything summers they're like you you leave episode seven and you're like wow who were ray's parents who was snoke and like all this shit and ryan johnson is like fuck you there are no one and snoke is dead because i can't even be bothered to come up with ideas <laughs> fucking hate him
0: yeah my uh dislike for star wars is like your bret hart take like when I say that to people, they're like, how, "How do you not like Star Wars?" Like I'll never say it sucks. I've watched every movie. I'm just not like hardcore invested into it. Yeah. But to me, I don't know. Just it, like Star Wars, kind of like never fully clicked. Yeah. Of the like, no, I get it. Yeah. It's
2: of like the, me with Marvel movies.
0: Yeah, I could I can understand I, the, the thing that I get with people in, in Marvel movies is like when Infinity War is about to come out, a lot of people were like, "Oh, I can't sit there and watch all these old all these back movies. That's too many." And I'm like. Yeah, it's too many now. But if you did what like, a portion of the audience did, definitely not all of them, where it's like you watched the movies as they were coming out, then yeah, like like Infinity Wars for those people. But you just want to jump on and go, all right, how many movies do I got to watch? 19? Fuck. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> like literally, I jumped on after two movies. So, like, catching up wasn't shit.
2: I watched both Guardians of the Galaxy movies,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I watched Iron Man 2 with mickey rourke is that too
0: that's yeah,
2: too seen iron man 2 and that was bad and i thought captain america was boring so i didn't make it all the way through that and other than that that's all the that's all the marvel movies i've
0: seen yeah that's that's a pretty on brand for you
2: that's yeah i just just telling they're very long like somebody told me the venom movie is only an hour and a half though i'm like i still won't watch it but that's nice like <laughs> it makes me feel good that's only an hour and a half i still i still won't see it i was trying to think what the last movie i watched in a the theater was and like it was either the last Star Wars movie or Teen Titans go to the movies. Because like I feel like I don't know which out which came out first, but it's one of those two for sure.
0: I, uh, I, part of me feels like it was Star Wars.
2: I think it was Star Wars.
0: But you were hardcore into Teen Titans Go.
2: Teen Titans Go is the best version of Teen Titans.
0: Like you talked about that forever.
2: Yeah, dude, that movie because like that was the perfect movie theater experience too. Because it was a midnight showing for a children's movie, so I was the only person there. And I was fucking stoned out of my gourd when that movie came on. And it was so fucking funny. Teen Titans Go is super funny, especially now that it's meta. So a lot of the jokes are about how nobody likes them.
0: The last time I watched anything Teen Titans, which I'm I'm not into them at all, but I happen to be somewhere where they were watching Space Jam on Cartoon Network. Mm -hmm. And they did this commercial. I don't know if it was commercials, but like, like help breaking it up. They had the aliens from Space Jam. Mm -hmm. Interacting with Teen Titans Go. That sounds wonderful. And I'll admit it was funny because they did the whole thing like within you know Space Jam of how they invaded all those basketball players and took their talent. So Mm -hmm. they did the same thing with Teen Titans, and the one that did Robin got nothing.
2: Yeah, because Robin's completely untalented.
0: Yeah, and you know I I was like I was like yeah that's funny that is funny. I
2: mean. I, I, for most of those Cartoon Network shows, there's, like, something. Because they know, like, adults have to watch this shit, too. <laughs> so, like, for most of those Cartoon Network shows, like, I don't know. They're pretty watchable. And then there's some that are just really good. Like, T-9's Go is really good. And I thought Clarence is really good. Craig of the Creek is really good. Uh, Adventure Time. I've never seen regular show, but I've heard really good things about it.
0: That's the thing about me. I never got into Cartoon Network. Like, the only, Mm. like, Cartoon Network stuff I got into was Adult Swim. And by the time I got into that, I was 16, 17. And, like, half the reason why I even got into that was because of, uh, they were playing Family Guy, and that's how I got into Family Guy. So then I got into, like, those Adult Swim shows that came out, but I never, I wasn't, I was a Nickelodeon kid.
2: Um, I watched both. Nickelodeon still has, like, nah, I was gonna say they still have solid stuff, but they don't. Loud House is tolerable and that'd probably be the best like show that they have i didn't notice till on twitter today that there's in one of the kids room on loud house there's like a poster of like loss do you know what loss is Mm -mm. it's there was this webcomic control all delete that was just like nerdy It was bad like it was awful it was like really unfunny but it was like nerd humor and then all of a sudden one week the dude does a comic where it's like a guy it's the main characters rushing into the hospital where his girlfriend apparently had a miscarriage and it just comes out of nowhere. And it's like this big meme on the internet and it has been forever. And, uh, and like in little girl's room is like a stick figure version of loss on the background. So I was like, Oh shit, whoever animated this is a fucking dork. That's awesome.
0: I mean, when you're talking about too, about like kind of the adult jokes that are in like cartoons, necessarily like you know the hardcore like anything explicit but things that are like yeah you have to be an adult to understand like it's not just cartoon network i think it's it all depends on like whoever's doing the show like the one that i I can think of from the 90s was the animaniacs
2: like, oh, the fingerprints
0: yeah i like, think that's one of them i think they had yeah. other other ones that definitely go over you know kids heads but fingerprints is kids ain't gonna fucking get fucking at that <laughs>
2: yeah they always to understand that that joke's about fingering prints <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but I, I've always thought they, they always do adult references in cartoons for so those parents that are watching be like oh I get that but ne- it's never to a point where they're like they want to turn off the TV I mean fingerprints could have could have been something now that people would have went crazy for but I don't know back then it seemed like, like nobody really got it
2: dude yeah I didn't, even, I didn't notice that joke till maybe like five years ago somebody pointed it out I was like holy shit yeah there's that's a joke about fingering prints on a children's show
0: but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I love Nickelodeon. And they, they they did have a point where they fell off. I think I always say what killed them was Lizzie McGuire and Hannah Montana, because like those became like really big, but they weren't cartoons. Yeah. And I felt like Nickelodeon, which they've always had like some sort of like live action show, but none of them were that level. And they're like, oh, shit, we got to ramp up our stuff. And
2: yeah, then they made fucking iCarly, dude.
0: Yeah, you love your fucking iCarly.
2: Dude, that show is bad. It's really good. And then the new one is like, I don't know what people expected out of that reboot because they're just like, it's just like the old one except they say bitch sometimes. I'm like, well, yeah. What did you think they were? They, like, you think it's gonna be this groundbreaking thing? It's a two-hander sitcom with a laugh track, like I Carly was. Except sometimes they say shit and bitch and they make sex jokes.
0: I thought it was gonna be Girl Meets World.
2: Dude, they did Girl Meets World was all right. I'll die. That's that'll be my hill to die on. They're like Girl Meets World is just it's very much like Boy Meets World, and people like they're like, oh it sucked it's like well you also you're
0: 30 so uh, maybe this isn't for you you know what i mean that's my other random take that i have where i don't i don't really care for boy meets world like i like growing oh my god well like growing up i i did like it but i was never infatuated like with it and like when people like oh. defend it as like one of their favorites i'm like eh. it's one of the greatest shows of all time i don't know Dude, it followed the
2: same cast of characters from the time they were eight till they were in their twenties. Like, it's one of the greatest shows of all time. Oh, like,
1: I'll always and say, grew, too.
2: And it grew as it got older, too, because it knew the, the audience that watching this weren't, like, junior high kids anymore, so now it's in college, and they're having college problems. Like, it's one of the only shows that, like, grew with their audience. It's genius. That show is yeah. so fucking good.
0: I mean, I, I give it that, because I always said, or at least I even felt it growing up, of, like, the, those middle school years were different than the high school years. Yeah. Even to the point of, like, Early Topanga was like, I don't know. Like, I've always felt like I wasn't supposed to like her. Like, she was like that nerdy girl in class. She was like, oh, no, no, I'm not into that. But like when she, she hit, like, I, like she hit high like school, yeah, when she hit high school, it was like,
2: oh shit, Topanga's fucking hot. <laughs> Dude, the one of the monkeys was Topanga's dad, and like the monkeys were on that show a couple times.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, well, uh, fuck! I always think of like when I do have memories of Boy Meets World. Uh, was it? What was the Fairfield name that one of them had? What? They because they had character names. Yeah. One of them was Fairfield. The last name was Fairfield because he always said his name. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, I'm gonna have to pull a Jonah.
2: There was Mingus.
0: No, 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 no. The the monk the like the, the monkeys like they had character names.
2: Oh, I don't know anything about the monkeys.
0: Okay. Yeah, they. I. That's one of the things that I vividly remember them being on. And like I said, they, they had because they weren't like, oh, this is the monkeys. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like Vader, where it's like, oh yeah, this is a wrestler.
2: No, yeah, yeah they played like one of them was his dad, and then the other ones were like in a band with Corey's dad in like school, and they like played a show, like mm-hmm. an old man rock show.
0: Okay, this is what I thought. Like I, I have this horrible thing where, when, especially on, like recording podcasts, where like I think I know it, but I'll have this doubt in my mind, so yeah. I won't go like full forward and say it, and it turns out I am right. Reginald yeah, because
2: you don't want your mentions ruined in case you're wrong. Of like everybody tweeting me <laughs> the same thing all
0: day. I, don't know, I, I think for some, me, sometimes I don't like looking like an idiot. Like I do that on my own enough, but there's times where it's like I'm just afraid I'm going to add to it. But anyway, no. Uh, Reginald Fairfield. Because I think Reginald in the episode, Fairfield. Yeah, he keeps saying his thing. It's like Reginald, Reginald Fairfield. Because I, I, at one point it gets kind of mocked by like Corey.
2: Like he. It's like one of those things that's just in your head from childhood that you remember. mm Hmm. I have like one of that it's like there's a Rugrats episode where Chucky has like a little girlfriend named Megan and he loses her and he's like running around the park looking for her going Megan and that's all I hear in my head when someone's named Megan it's like since like 1994 all I've heard in my head when someone says Megan is
0: Megan I don't remember that episode and I've and I've seen Rugrats I mean I feel like I've watched every episode at least up to a certain point because like I said I was I was a Nickelodeon kid.
2: Oh, Lori Beth Denberg's having a good day, man. She deserves it.
0: <laughs> I always think of how like you had all that which was, you know, basically uh SNL. Um I th- for,
2: kids, for kids for kids. it was more kids uh Living Color. I mean, and I Because well, it wasn't live. It was like hip. Like it was a real cool show like Oh no. We it was more like in Living Color.
0: Oh no, if you want to go like with more hip. Do you remember Roundhouse?
2: No, thank God I don't. Like, i Roundhouse missed me somehow. I've seen clips of Roundhouse. I don't think I would have, I don't think I would have watched that.
0: Which it was the same thing, but I think it was like supposed to be like a one shot. Yeah. Which, God, that fucking crazy. I never got into it. I just remember the name and like briefly seeing like stuff of it as a kid. But like
2: hokey sketches on that stage. And mm-hmm. like people, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: But, uh, I mean, at the same time, like, I know you're like referring to like making not Mad TV and Living Color. I feel like like all those are the same thing. It's just they're both like they're all like sketch comedy, yeah. And like divided up into like parts, except you have where SNL's live and the rest
2: aren't. Man, I miss Wildest kids. You know,
0: never got into that show. Oh
2: man, that was so good. Like that show was definitely, definitely way ahead of its time. Like that was real weird. That was.
0: I oh, oh fuck! I also didn't get into Andy Milonakis.
2: Really? Oh, he's alright. I remember the most thing like I remember about Andy Mill now because it's like being like, Alright, well this is the show we smoked during and then Wonder and comes on after it. And then that's the show that you want to be like super stoned for is Wonder and
0: Yeah, that's another one I never got into.
2: Well, I think Wonder Shozen like I know I love the Muppets, but I think my like love of puppetry and thinking it's like one of the funniest things is probably really it's mostly Wonder and. Dude, they have that one sketch where it's Clarence the little puppet trying to talk to people in the street about personal space and he's just holding that puppet like right onto people's faces. <laughs> and they like get fucking pissed. It's so good. Yeah, does anybody f- call in and ask about the Muppets?
0: <laughs> no, but try to remember where I was at my head. but what I' become like puppet shows that I really liked and I know they tried bringing it back, but it, I don't know, it just it didn't feel the same. Like it was good for its one run. And then it should have only been like a season or two because then it just ruins it. Crank anchors.
2: Mm, yeah, they did. I've never seen the comeback
0: of it. I know they tried it, but I felt like, I don't know, I just don't feel like that works now.
2: I'm going to guess this one didn't have Special Ed in it.
0: It probably didn't, which I, Special yeah. Ed was my favorite which character. Which
2: it shouldn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. I hate admitting it, but a Special Ed was hands down my favorite character.
2: Special Ed was the most like famous character from that entire show. Oh, yeah. It's Special Ed and Spoonie Love.
0: <laughs> yeah. I actually had the first Crank Yankers album. There was a couple other characters that I remember liking, like Wanda. Like I know in that first season, Wanda Sykes did one where like she said like uh, she just got her car back from like a mechanic or something, and someone like shit.
2: Oh shit! In, in the, the co- back seat of the car. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that also reminded me of another show, which it wasn't puppets, but it was something that uh, Comedy Central did that I loved. Shorties watching shorties.
2: I remember shorties watching shorties. There was Patrice in it. Yeah, Fucking... Patrice O'Neal with the second greatest line read of any show ever in the history of in the history of recorded media. Patrice O'Neill has the second best line read of all time. What's that? From Rest of Development, when he says, "Oh, most definitely, I did." Oh yeah, most definitely. That's what it is. Oh yeah, most definitely. When they <laughs> ask him, like the the narrator, you know what Jefferson's talking about? So mm-hmm. the banana, like the uh, the storage unit gets burned up. Oh yeah, and like the narrators, like Michael decided to do some investigating of his own, and all he does is go, "Did you burn down the? Did you burn down the storage unit?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, most definitely." <laughs> it's the fucking best. It's the second greatest line read in media history.
0: I always think of Patrice O'Neill from when he was on The Office. Yeah, he's kind of funny on The Office. Like, they didn't let him do a lot. No, the the line of his, I'm sure they don't even line of his, just like the bit of his that he had in a show. Uh, where Mindy Kaling's character called, like referred to him as Sea Monster. Yeah. <laughs> and like even though I knew who Patrice O'Neill was, I always like thought about that and laughed.
2: He was a WWE writer for a little bit, I think, right?
0: Oh yeah, I think he was. I mean, I don't remember where I heard so, that from. My favorite former WWE writer was uh Freddie Prince Jr.
2: Mine is Kevin Marshall.
0: <laughs> Kiss ass. Uh-huh. I don't know if he listens to the show, but for me, it's more of, uh, as much as I don't like this individual, when he did a interview with Jericho, I really liked it. And he, he described a personality trait of mine that I never realized until he talked about it. Or like someone can give you a compliment and you're like, all right, thanks. And like, you don't, you just don't know how to take it.
2: <laughs> yeah. He was a WWE writer and he got fired cause he wanted to quit doing uh, stand up on the road and write full time. And then he died.
0: Yeah. the sick man killed Patrice did- O'Neill.
2: Uh, they made that awesome joke about him dying before he died on the roast. I don't even remember whose roast it was, but I just remember it, it was either uh, Amy, Amy Schumer. Is that the awful lady's name? Probably. And I think she said something about, like, this isn't just a roast for whoever. It's also a wake for Patrice's foot.
0: It's like, <laughs> a really good joke. I mean, there's that's the thing that I loved about those roasts, which I feel like we haven't had one in a while. But there was always like somebody who had like a line of the night. Some of them I can't remember like what the roast was. Like I remember like right after Benoit, someone's oh, Flavor Flav. It was like saying that Chris Benoit is a better father than Fl- Flavor Flav. Yeah. It's yeah. like it was, it was like, oh shit, because like that's right after it happened. But my. It's
2: not even. Okay, what's well, yours? I
0: was gonna say my favorite line, absolute favorite fucking line, was one of the earlier roast. Of Pamela Anderson. Mm-hmm. And it was I think it was Greg Giraldo He said, How does I don't know if I wanna get I'm gonna get the premise right, but I might not get the wording right of how does Courtney Love Lurk look worse than Kirk Cobain right now?
2: That's yeah, I remember and, that. And she got pissed. Dude, uh my favorite is not even that mean. It's just like if you watch it, like you can tell he's just fucking done. Like when they did the Larry the Cable Guy roast, Greg Giraldo has an entire bit about how uh, they wanted to roast Larry for his other jobs too. Like, Larry the whatever, Larry whatever. He goes, or Dan the failed stand up comedian from upstate New York. And it's like, holy shit. Like, you're just putting this dude's business out there. Cause, like, Larry the Cable Guy isn't Southern. His name is Dan, and he's from upstate New York. And he tried to be a stand up comedian for years and fucking failed at it until he was Larry the Cable Guy. And then he does a whole bit after about, like, we're roasting fictional characters now. Like, who are we doing next year? SpongeBob SquarePants. And you could tell, like, Dre Giraldo is, like, genuinely not happy that they are roast. Like, they brought Larry the fucking cable guy on here to
0: roast. I th- is that the one? There was one that I swear that, like, has almost been erased from history. I bet it might have been the Jeff Foxworthy one. Where it's, like, so, I feel like it just wasn't as popular as a lot of the other ones. So it's, like, easily forgettable.
2: Yeah. I can tell you where it fell off. And this isn't just because I hate the man. I swear to God, I know this is because it's when I remember when I feel and like, all oh, right, this is a little ridiculous. The Donald Trump one. I knew you were say Donald Trump. It. Donald Trump, Justin Bieber, all of it. I think the last really great one might've been Bob Saget.
0: Oh, f- Bob Saget was a good one.
2: I think for the, Warren killed it for, for what? fucking killed it on that dude.
0: Was that the, was that the one where it's, he, he bombed, but he didn't.
2: Yeah. He bombs on purpose and like yeah. tells really awful jokes. He, the the <laughs> the Gilbert Gottfried one, where he tells Gilbert, when you go backstage, you'll see a door marked gentleman, but pay no heed. Walk right in, cause there's not a door marked scoundrel. <laughs> yeah, it's the fucking word. I love it.
0: Yeah, the the Bob second one was good. Yeah, I can't remember the last. I maybe mean, it got, maybe got to a point where it just like it didn't feel as special. And also, I think through well, the through the years, a lot of the like some of the better comedians like went off to bigger, better things. Yeah. Like as much as like people well, hate, what it was. I was going to say is like
2: that, those comedians also wrote the jokes for like the people that weren't the comedians. Yeah. So like all those early roasts of those people that were like, Oh, they killed it, but they're not really a comedian. Well, that's because all their shit was written by like Anthony Jeselnik and Whitney Cummings and Jeffrey Ross. I love, and then like I love all those Jeslenick. people left except Jeffrey Ross is like Greg Giraldo died and Patrice is dead. And like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with, uh, what was the one lady's name that was the really mean lady?
0: Lisa Lampanelli.
2: Lisa Lampanelli, yeah, Which I,
0: she doesn't do it anymore. It's like I loved Lisa Lampanelli because, like, I, one of her specials, she, like, literally, like, most of the time just has crowd work, and I, yeah. in my opinion, like, crowd work is something that is very special. Like, you might have, like, an arsenal of jokes that you're going to tell, but it's all going to depend on how you read the crowd and, like, what they say and how you can fire back. Because one of my biggest issues with stand up comedy as a whole, which I understand it is what it is, but I hate just going to a stand up comedy show. And I just feel like it's, the, especially if you're a bigger name, it's really, really when you're a bigger name, where I could see the exact same thing on DVD. Like, you're not mm-hmm. really giving me anything special. Like, that's why I don't like Daniel Tosh anymore. Cause I saw him live and I was like, I think it was like not too long after that, like a special came out and it was the exact same shit. And I'm like, mm, yep, I'm done with Dan O'Tosh, but when you're when you can do the crowd work, it is like that's when you're getting like a special performance, basically. And the more of it you can do, the better.
2: Uh, Mike Falzone runs the show in L.A. That's all crowd work. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dope. I like it. Everybody check out dynamic banter. Mike Falzone and Steve Zaragoza.
0: Because I, I, I think I've seen a lot of like shows like locally where the a comedian has to like respond back to like maybe a heckler and it's mm-hmm. it's always fucking good like actually uh steve and i are friends with a comedian it's actually he's really really like good friends with steve but his name's chris and i've seen him just go off on people some in a very very good way as in like putting a motherfucker in their place kids like good way like he's like complimenting them but it's like there was this one show we, we went to it was halloween night And, like, all throughout the show, there was this one dude who just kept, like, trying to heckle and everything. And Chris was the headliner that night. And fucking Chris just had enough and fucking went off on him. It was so satisfying.
2: It's like the Dave Attell thing where uh, I forget who the comedian was. They said some story about Dave Attell where a guy was trying to heckle him. And Dave Attell was like, hey, hey you, hold on one second. I'm going to finish this. Like, finish this bit and I'll get back to you. And they, they said, Dave just kept going and finished the bit. And then, like, oh, he goes, okay, where is the guy? And, like, pointed at him. He goes, all right. And he's like, guys like you. He's like Because the gr- some girl some girls with him. It was, like, really hot. He's like, guys like you or my girls like her. Fuck guys like me. And, like, they were like, that's one of the greatest fucking things I've ever heard in my entire life. And they said, Dave, Dave Attell just, like, ripped into this guy for, like, five minutes. Jimmy Carr is another good one. He's a British comedian that's really good at, ha- like, taking hecklers. I wonder how Dana Donnelly would be.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Was like
2: a heckler. Did anybody call in and ask about Dana Donnelly? Or I don't.
0: I don't think anybody called it about Dana Donnelly. But when it comes to like fucking hecklers, yeah, that that she could be
2: so. That's how you put them in their place, Summers. You fuck them. <laughs> You're right.
0: Some, <laughs> some of the uh, responses that I know I've heard from uh, one from a comedian, one from a singer that I, I love, but uh, Martin Lawrence. This goes back to a stand up. Actually, not even just a stand up special. It was a fucking movie called Run Tell That where. Someone's like yelling something at him and he was like, somebody put something in his mouth. My zipper stuck. (laughs) And then I got
2: um, it. It took a half second to hit.
0: And then uh, of all people, Johnny Cash, uh, live from St. Quentin album, like on those albums, like, you know, he talks a little bit and then like he'll sing a song. But like, as he's talking, like someone's like yelling something and he was like, what? Sorry. I couldn't hear you. I was talking, but anyway, (laughs) I thought that was like such a great fucking put down. Like I couldn't hear you cause I was talking. All right, uh, right. Let's, let's get into voicemails, which I, wonderful. I, I, I have, I have a button for voicemails, but it's not the same one. I should have loaded the Podvian Dam one. Cause I do have that. Oh, I do. I do have this one too. I sh- it, this is still on the board.
2: Uh, Summers, I like your optimism of reviewing or previewing yeah. things in 2020. Like we're not going to all die. I, I knew
0: COVID was happening. <laughs> I mean, technically at that point, it was happening, but I don't yeah, think yeah, I don't yeah. think we thought so many people were gonna die. But yeah, yeah. All the
2: that's the one in, that's the W and Y column.
0: Yeah, so can't believe you said that shit, and you called it that that far ahead of time. I'm trying to see what what, what other uh, what other buttons I could I could put on here right now. Bernie, I don't have a Bernie, but oh no, I didn't save that. Yeah, I did not save that. I have this one. It is Booker oh, wow. T. Oh nope, wrong wrong table. <gasps> We're not doing fan five, five questions.
2: I love coming to pounds. <sighs> we didn't get to go to pounds.
0: No, we did. We did not get to go to pounds.
2: No.
0: I I had fun adding that into last week's episode, though. If anybody actually listens to the very end, I it was ended on like a perfect sentence where Pat's talking, mm-hmm. to where that it transitions right into <laughs> I love coming to pounds because he's like blah 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 because, and I cut I it and it pounds. says I love coming to pounds. All right, let's uh let's get into voicemails. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do,
2: do, do. toilet. Oh, I beat me too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, now we'll get into the actual, which I don't have the Pod Vante voicemail. Uh, thing. Even though I did rip it from a fucking episode. <laughs> oh shit. Fucking Jonas said he was going to he was going to add it as a soundbite and he didn't add it in last week's show. I just realized that. So now I got to find it. I got to find it again. But anyway, we'll get into our phone call segment. <laughs> Because I did not try to rip off Pod Van Dam, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I, I did everybody,
2: th- dude. Everybody shooting voicemails. It's a really easy way to take up time.
0: Okay, here, here's always been my biggest thing. Because I've done before having a roadcaster. I've done like a lot of podcasts that had to do with listener interaction, and sometimes it felt like pulling teeth. So trying to have yeah. ones that I I don't depend on listeners has always been like I felt beneficial for me. So that's why I never did them. And then when I got the roadcaster, it's like, well, I can, I didn't necessarily want to rip off what you guys were doing. So that's why like per, uh, gimmick infringement, I will only do one, uh, of these episodes a quarter. And even though this will come out in the last quarter of the year, I'm going to count it as the third quarter of the year. <laughs> exactly. we are <laughs> recording it then, but yeah, I, I We're not, we're not ripping off pod Van Damme. Ed's here. So I have permission. And, yeah. and, and and also
2: I really everybody if you have a podcast just open up a voicemail line because when you don't have things that week, you can just plug that shit in it's really easy I was, I, promise, I swear to you guys it's worth it
0: yeah but then you, you have to have people that are actually have like a soundboard and everything because there's enough people that it would it would basically be the episode that Jonah wasn't there that I had to edit where it's like alright we have voicemails I'm going to play it on my phone put it up to the microphone which that was a fun episode I like I don't care that sounds like one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll get into our first voicemail, and we have Zach. Hey, Wrestling Cheers. Zach here. I've got a couple questions for you. Um, first question: What's your, uh, maybe a couple, but what's your favorite AIW show name? I think they've got some great titles for their shows. Just curious what your favorites are. Uh, another question: uh, If you were to get a replica belt from any, any independent wrestling company, what belt would it be? And lastly, uh, I just recently moved to Columbus, so my local wrestling promotion is, I think now, Unsanctioned Pro. If you had to move based off of an independent wrestling company, where would you move and what would that promotion uh, be? All right, thanks a lot. Uh, have a great weekend, by the way, and I will talk to you all later. Bye. All right. All uh... right. Thanks Zach for the call. And I, I do want to throw out that Zach is the first person to use the wrestling cheers promo code at Smoke and Jay's barbecue. And I, I want to throw this out there. Uh, this was the idea by Brock for saving 10% on your bill by using the promo code. You're not taking money out of his pocket. This is, I mean, there's something he agreed on and I'll even say like, I didn't, I joked with him about having a wrestling Cheers special, but I didn't think it was going to be like a promo code. I thought it was going to be if he would get a liquor license eventually, like maybe that would be like the beer special is the wrestling cheer special. He offered me this code or he presented it to me, I should say. And that's what we're going with. So Zach didn't want to use the code because I think because he wanted to give all his money to, to Brock, Brock gave it to him anyway. Brock, you know, Brock's a great, dude. We love, we love Brock. We love smoking J's barbecue, but huge thank you to Zach for not only showing support for us, but for smoking Jay's barbecue because we all love Brock's uh, food. And actually, actually, a couple weeks ago, uh, Brock was Ed's boss.
2: Yeah, that was really fun. I got to work with him at Toy Ohio, and I got to eat macaroni and cheese.
0: That's the, the. I was really hungry that day, so that mac and cheese was way better than normal. And then the simple adding baked beans with it, which I don't think the baked beans are anything special. I mean, he might have added something to it, but baked beans and macaroni and cheese just are so great together, especially with barbecue.
2: I lost my poppy hat, though.
0: Yeah, you, how did you lose your poppy hat?
2: Because I had my beanie on when we were setting up, right? Okay. But then when we went to go do stuff with food, I tied my hair up. Uh-huh. So I took it off and I set it down, and now my poppy beanie's gone.
0: C- can you get one on eBay?
2: Oh, I don't know if I would. Like, that's first generation. Like, that's f- the first poppy tour, so like that beanie would probably be pricey.
0: Define pricey.
2: Um, more than I would pay. How much is
0: more than you would pay?
2: Yeah, like fifty. Like that's not a fifty dollar beanie to me. Like I know the shirts that I have from that first tour like go for money on eBay, and then that Gospel of Poppy book I have goes for like a couple hundred dollars every time I see it on there.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm Grant. I'm looking up Poppy Beanie and like nothing's it's coming. I, it's like probably trying to figure out the right way to how would I how would I put it on eBay? I got Poppy Beanie and that's it, and I'm getting that Poppy, that Poppy.
2: Yeah, because early on she was that poppy. Normally, that's what I look for on eBay. Because like, if you look poppy, you're gonna get a lot of stuff with poppies on it, and then like troll stuff. So I normally search that poppy, because that's normally like in the tags for it.
0: Yeah, nothing came up. I'm going
2: hmm.
0: or did it autocorrect me? No, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting fucking like trolls. Yeah. Can't believe you lost your fucking poppy beanie, and it's very hard to replace.
2: I'm really upset about. Like I said, I was making jokes, so but like I genuinely was like, fuck, dude.
0: I really like that. hat.
2: a lot. I don't know if anybody remembers that.
0: Yeah. Your, your fucking poppy face.
2: Dude. Now she had to go and make new mu metal music. <laughs> Stop being an Android. It's the worst.
0: All right. Uh, two.
2: The... <laughs> I don't even remember.
0: I, I wrote the questions down. Sometimes I've learned that sometimes I have to do that. Uh, favorite AIW show name? Oh,
2: Night of the Creeps. Because, like, that's one of my favorite movies. That that was really dope. when they called a show, Night of the Creeps.
0: Um, wasn't one of the rap shows Forgot About Dre? Yeah. That's one of my favorites, because that's my favorite Dr. Dre song. Like, it's actually my karaoke go-to. Um, trying to think of, like, some of the other show names, because, I mean, it all comes down to, like, the references. Uh Uh-huh. I've, I wanted, uh, A Christmas show to be for for one year that it fell on. The show was going to be on the 26th. I thought it should be called Wrestling Day because the 26th in a lot of other countries is Boxing Day.
2: Yeah, but not in America, baby.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not in America.
2: Um, There's some show.
0: This is really hard. I'm very high. Um, This might be where you got to pull up IWTV.
2: Wasn't there a Home Alone one? The Wet Bandits or something?
0: There was... Two Home Alone ones, I thought. There was Wet Bandits. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and there, there was that one with, like, Tim Donce on the poster, where he, they photoshopped him as Macaulay Culkin. I think it's probably one of the worst AIW posters ever. <laughs> no offense to whoever does it, but for some reason, like, the Tim Dons face just didn't work. <laughs> and I always thought one of them, too, but now with the show that they had this year, like we, they can't name it this for a Christmas show. I thought a great show would be called a major award for Christmas story. Oh, a major award. But the fact that they named the major announcement show that I'm like, fuck, and unless they are all going to come back for the December show. And that's what it's going to be called
2: season of the witch.
0: That's good. The funny thing is like a lot of the horror movie titles for shows. I, I have more of appreciation for now that I've, cause I've seen those movies. Like I love Halloween three. So like, I appreciate season of the witch. I finally saw Night of the Creeps last year, so I appreciate that name now.
2: Bobblehead Night was funny.
0: Oh, those pins for Bobblehead Night were great.
2: Yeah, those were really cool.
0: The original OG Bloodsport.
2: Yeah, dude, with fucking Chipper, Marital.
0: God, that that night in general was fucking crazy. Oh, I forgot. That was a night of Severn versus Kingston.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Shayna. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Champ forever.
0: Um trying to full I'm trying to figure out what the other home alone Christmas show was like I'm going back and because like I always remember jelly of the Month club then the Christmas before that oh you know what it wasn't a it wasn't home alone it was just the the they did that poster that was charged of the Underhills, which was the first night of uh a i w Carmel,
2: yeah, I was at the second show I think that was my first show, whatever the young bucks show was second third, something like that.
0: I believe that was the fourth because the first show was Charges to the Unhills. the second one was I Choo Choo choose you which featured uh if I'm correct, yep Dennis Stamp, and then Gauntlet for the Gold 10, then Make Him Say Oh. Uh. I love I love all like a lot of the the rap show titles. And I there was one year, not going to out what year it was, where fucking the rap show fell on 420. And I thought it should have been called Up in Smoke, but that might have been the next episode year because I halfway like that title because I think the year before was Forgot About Dre and then on that album, the next episode's the next track. So it kind of made sense. What
2: was the question after that?
0: Uh, The question after that was if we were to get a replica belt from an independent wrestling company, what would we get?
2: we hardcore championship <laughs> from fmw
0: it doesn't count if you if you've actually won it
2: okay then <laughs> oh the heat up universal title is like really dope i really dig it
0: there's a lot of good independent titles out there
2: there are now yeah yeah yeah
0: we've got gotten away from the high spots belts
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the, a lot of the sticker belts I'm New South Pro.
2: Is that the big one? Is yeah, I was about. Giant to, I was gonna say. Was dope, I was
0: man. gonna say New South. Like that fucker is huge. It looks cool as shit. Like I can't think of a lot of other independent wrestling titles.
2: I think now I like, like the new GCW belt because it's like an oval center plate, and I'll dig that.
0: I well okay then. I'm gonna also go with the uh, GCW Universal title because it spins.
2: Fucking <laughs> sucked.
0: It's it spins and uh it's Velcro. Ugh, (laughs) fucking (laughs) broski
2: poor chelsea
0: that's i was gonna say poor chelsea i'll say i'll say this because i don't think i've i got to say it here on the 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 podcast where you know we we talked about like well should say stacy talked about his his thoughts and feelings towards broski i part of me thinks there's things about him that are misunderstood and uh, for everything that stacy said which he has his His right to say that I'm not necessarily going against it. I'm going to tell you my experience and it happened after that episode. So for my wedding, which we are recording this episode the Sunday before my wedding, but this is coming out the Thursday after my wedding. uh, I'm planning on coming out to the reception to Macho Man's theme. And I've had an idea in my mind. There was two things that I needed. I needed the crown and I needed the silver cape. I have the orange one but like the orange one isn't officially WWE licensed, which that isn't necessarily my issue. It's the fact that it's orange and mm-hmm. I don't think it would look presentable or as classy in a reception setting as the officially licensed, uh, silver one. Cause like that one looks would look perfect. So I actually got hooked up with both of them. I, the second thing I got, which I'll, I'll get back to the or no, I didn't get into the first one, but anyway, the, I got the Cape afterwards Got it from a friend on Twitter. I think he might listen to Wrestling Cheers. I know he listens. He's a major mark and he does listen to At Odds, but hooked me up for a very good price for the cape. Once again, thank you very much, dude. The crown, though, there was a company called Bulletproof Studios that made this foam crown. Uh, you know, like it's painted up, it looks fucking awesome. They wanted, at the time of selling, because granted everything was like made by hand and everything, $150. Whew but they only made like so many. I didn't get to buy one when they came out because I just couldn't afford it. Couldn't I didn't have that necessarily free money to spend. WWE also released this like Macho Man crate and they had this like really cheap looking Macho King crown. But like now people are wanting close to $50 for that. And I think the box itself might've been as a whole worth or sold for like 75. So like obviously like they're trying to get their money's worth on it. Fine, whatever. But I there was none of either of them on eBay. I go into the ma- major wrestling figure podcast uh, Patreon Facebook group and I ask, like, hey, does anybody have either of these two crowns for sale? Fucking Cardona sold me his. I won't tell you the price, but he sold it for under $150 shipped. Okay. So, like, I understand there's a lot of things about him and, like, or he might work where he's a piece of shit, but he le- legitimately hooked me up for my wedding day. So
2: I think he's boring.
0: (laughs) I, I like him. I think like, like I go back to 10 years ago with everything that happened then. And he, he has this kind of it factor with him. Like he's never necessarily going to be a main event, but he finds a way to draw people in, whether it be good or bad. So I kind of like him for that. Like the the, the feuds he's worked with people are fun and he's someone that puts everything into it like he's not like all right i'm gonna be you know akron going against josh bishop okay like there's my tweet like he'll do back and forths and like really fucking build like the shit with him and nick gage was great the shit with him and effie was great and that's like still you know gonna have more added to it and the same thing with bishop and it's like say what you will about him but like a lot of this shit is fucking fun for me
2: yeah people like hating him, so that's good yeah at least they're not, like, indifferent to it. He definitely gets a reaction.
0: So, yeah, for me, I think I would go for the new South title.
2: It's giant. Mm-hmm. I like that they keep giving it to tiny people, too. It's
0: really funny. I'm upset that Marco Sunt never got to win it.
2: <laughs> don't worry. He'll get a chance.
0: Oh, don't be... Don't say mean things about Marco.
2: I'm not saying mean things. I'm just saying I have seen one Dynamite in a minute. I don't know. I think they'll let him work some Indies. I think... You know, I think he'll be one of those people where they're like, yeah, you can keep working Indies, and we'll bring you in for like dark and we we'll need you on Dynamite. Yeah, because he's worked GCW. Yeah, yeah. I, so I think, yeah. I think if he wanted to work a sub show, TK would be all right with him working a sub show.
0: Oh, that'd be great. That's the other funny thing. Like you want to talk about like championships. Like I love how sub's main title is a trophy belt, which at, at the time, like with them being the company they were like, that's what they could afford and it made sense. And then they bring in the tag titles like years later and it's like a night and day difference. Yeah. 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 But I,
2: those are dope looking belts too. That would be on the list. I think of like indie wrestling belts.
0: Like I was going to say, it's kind of a joke answer, the bone storm title. Cause, but I can actually go and order the bone storm title basically. Mm-hmm. Cause I always thought that would be funny. Like somebody to do like, if you, you want to be a, a belt dork, like you can get like, a legitimate uh, replica to the T of the actual belt.
2: FMW Junior Independent Championship. That'd be a good one.
0: Actually, maybe some of those uh, Camp Leaprog titles.
2: I hate those things, man.
0: <laughs> why?
2: I tell you why, because I, I think they're awful. We are, mm, we, <laughs> we're... We're going to get to it on Poppy and Damn tomorrow, so this this will come out after Poppy and Damn, right?
0: A you know, week after. Well, the, the, this is... This week's pod, Vic and Dan, basically, if if there isn't like like, emergency recording.
2: We talked about it last week, like most annoying gimmicks or whatever. And my most annoying gimmick is the Camp Leapfrog Championships. (laughs) Like you're you're like I like. So the thing is, I like Camp Leapfrog and I'll watch those shows and like I like people on them and I like they're good. But the idea that it's like I have to ignore that it's called Camp (laughs) Leapfrog. You know what I mean? Cause it's too silly, like it's too silly. And then like those wood belts, man, are just, oh,
0: yeah. But I think it's great.
2: I see. I like Camp Leaf Frog. Like I like the shows. I like watching them. Like, but man, those wood belts are just a step too far for me.
0: I can't think of there's like what other belts just like stand out. Like I know a lot of companies have like some really good ones, but like one company I'll give credit for, and you know a company that's been mentioned here recently on the podcast, and that's ocw and for like a smaller company like they've had their own genuine looking titles for a while and they recently like and say recently within the past five years they even upgraded from what they had previously and they're even better
2: yeah that one looks like the nwa belt right
0: um which title
2: the one trey had
0: Do i i think you're thinking the wrong company
2: i uh, probably am
0: because trey's never been on ocw
2: what company was trey in then black label pro no, it's one in Ohio.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about uh, Ohio Wrestling Alliance, which I was going to mention when we get on to the next question where Zach talked about, like, that's, like, his local promotion. OWA is another one, and then there's another company. I can't remember the name of it that's also in Columbus, but I don't think it's as reputable as Unsanctioned and OWA, which those two, like, working together, which I think is awesome.
2: What was the last question?
0: But I'm I'm going to go back real quick. Okay. Ohio Championship Wrestling is the one in Akron.
2: Oh, oh, okay.
0: But they have, they still have like these titles that are like were made for them, and they they look very professional for a company like that size. Like it's pretty fucking awesome. Well, that's good. But uh, the next one, he talked about how you know he recently moved to Columbus, and then where, if we could move somewhere because of the independent company in that area, where would we move to? I'm. I'm one of two places, whether I'd want to move to Crown Point. So I'm close to Black Label Pro, which also puts me close to a lot of Portillo's. So I can go there. I can go there a lot, which I'd really love. Or I genuinely do love Southern Underground Pro. Also, having like friends already down there would make the move a lot easier. And I do kind of like Nashville. And I've said if I moved, that's one of my options of like I would move to Nashville because I think Nashville's a decent enough area. I know there's some issues probably with Nashville as a whole and Tennessee as a whole, but knowing the people that I know, I, I would make the best of it.
2: I would pick Tokyo and go to heat up.
0: And I, I know you would say something like that. Yeah. You don't want to move to, uh, California.
2: I mean, going to West coast pro shows would be dope because they could take out with Zach Monday and then I could see the Hammerstone, all caps, uh, but, I nah, Tokyo, for sure. I'd go to a bunch of grimy Japanese indies like nobody knows. It'd be fucking dope. Go to some triple six shows. I'd go to the triple six gay bar show. That's the thing, like, that's on the bucket list. They just, they don't even bring a ring. They just put a mat down on the ground <laughs> like, to a wrestling show at this gay bar. It's great. It's way cooler than what I'm making the sound, I swear.
0: <laughs> yeah, but those would be probably the top two for me. I think, too, like, if I were to move to Nashville, I would be in a decent driving distance to a lot of other areas. Granted, like if I were to want to come back to Cleveland, that would be a huge drive, but I wouldn't be like, I'd be obviously close to like St. Louis and everything that they're doing. I'd be closer to some of the Georgia shows. I'd be closer to New South. So it would have its benefits?
2: What, uh, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. It was super funny though. I swear.
1: I'll
0: take your word for
2: it. (laughs) It was dope. It was going to be real dope. (laughs) Oh shit! I remember if you would drive up to Tennessee or Cleveland from Tennessee, you would, uh, you, you do something that Sid refused to do for AIW,
0: and I think <laughs> that's really dope. I thought he came from Memphis though, which is a little further.
2: They wouldn't even be paying you to do that. You'd be paying them when you got there. You still do it. <laughs> All
0: right, thanks, Zach, and let's move on to Charlie Butters. Head, Justin, it's Butters. Ed, you have terrible taste in films, and you should stop Mm -hmm. talking about them on the internet. That is all. Man, he couldn't even mute his TV when he called.
2: Dude, he's just a baby because he watched movies when he was a baby and still thinks they're good as adults. And I, on the other hand, saw both of these movies as an adult first and can let him know, like, you are blinded by nostalgia. These movies are bad movies. What movie? Bad movie, dude. It's not a fucking good movie. It's not good.
0: You didn't reply to my quote tweet for that. I'm kind of upset.
2: What was it?
0: I said, he's not a good pick either. Because <laughs> oh, you yeah,
2: said, dude, I don't know what's wrong with you. I, we picked the fucking cute little Twinkie boy that Twitter's in love with. I think we're going to do all right. Well, People not going to vote for Hook? Come on.
0: Well, I think it's going to depend on, like, later on. Like, we gotta yeah. got to look at the brackets of, uh, which this, this will come out as the second round started.
2: Hook and bore.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know.
2: Somebody booked that for real. I want to see that. I want to see Boar versus Hook. Uh, but the movie Hook, bad movie, dude. It's like Steven Spielberg. It's like, yo, you guys ever wonder what Peter Pan was like as a grown-up? Like, if he would leave and go be a grown-up? And everyone was like, no. Never one time, Steven. And he's like, oh, fuck. We already made the movie. So, like, can you guys watch it anyway? <laughs> and then people did when they were kids. They're like, oh, it's so good. And it isn't. Hook is bad, man. That I have, is just a fucking really bad movie.
0: I haven't rewatched Hook in a long time. I'm more nostalgic for the Super Nintendo Hook game because I had it as a kid. Okay. And I used to, like, play the shit out of it, which, granted, I used Game Genie to beat it. But, like, I don't know. It was, like, one of those games that I still had fun playing.
2: Did they, they used to make, like, some dope license games back in the day. Like, the Aladdin game it was fucking awesome.
0: Super Nintendo or Sega version?
2: I, I had a Sega. I'm okay. glad I played both. But, yeah. Lion King was dope.
0: You know they re-released those, right? Yeah. I bought them, but what I hate the fact that I grew up Super Nintendo, so I was more familiar with the Super Nintendo Aladdin. Yeah. Like, I love that game.
2: I don't think I've ever played it.
0: It's made by a, a different company, and I know it's not necessarily exactly the same. There are obvious level differences and probably a bunch of other stuff, but I know one of the main differences is you don't get a sword in the Nintendo version. Your only, oh. you're only line of defense
2: is throwing it, apples,
0: throwing apples and like jumping on people like the okay. regular, you know, platform fucking uh-huh. defense. I should say, uh, p- pulling up the ad odds brackets and everything right now, Joe kind of called it because like, i yeah, hooks. He's winning his matchup. A lot of these matchups are one-sided mm-hmm. and I don't see any like underdog victories happening here. I like people just like pulling out an upset from right now, but do you know who has the biggest margin of victory right now? I should say oh. it, it goes by percentage and not necessarily by votes, but
2: yeah. Hook. No. Oh, who? Hala wicked. Oh, really?
0: Hala wicked's up 87% to 13%.
2: Huh? Against right Mm hmm. People love wicked, man.
0: And do you know which matchup has the most votes? Hook. No. And this doesn't look good for you. Boar. It's the boar.
2: Who the fuck is Bojack? <laughs>
0: uh. Oh, luckily, they have a Twitter handle. Uh. Out of North Carolina. I don't know. There, there, there was a lot of like these picks. I had no idea who they were. Like, I don't know an idea who Bojack is. Um. I don't know who Abby Jane is. I don't know who who Kaya McKenna is and I don't know who Unbreakable Andy is.
2: Unbreakable Andy is a legend.
0: Or according to the the poll, it says Unbreakable Andy, but in the option it's Unbreakable Any.
2: Um The Goonies was also a bad movie. I'm not as
0: high on them on that movie. Yeah, dude. It just wasn't very really good. I don't know. I mean, there are movies that I think if you watch it as a kid, there's going to be nostalgia for it. Like um One movie that I didn't watch till later, which actually Goonies, I didn't watch till I was, I want to say 19. So I was definitely older, but I watched um, now uh, Monster Squad. I didn't watch that until last year. It was an okay movie, but I know like if you watch it as a kid, it probably meant a whole lot more. And I think there's a lot of movies that I grew up with. That's probably the same way, but I'll probably never defend them as being like amazing, except for Ghostbusters. If you don't like Ghostbusters, fuck you.
2: I've just never seen Ghostbusters.
0: You uncultured fuck!
2: Eh, it's just eighties movies are garbage. You know they're mostly bad. They're mostly bad. There's some good ones. I like Ferris Bueller.
0: I I don't think I've ever watched Ferris Bueller all the way through. I know a lot of the movie. I just don't feel like I've ever sat down and watched the whole thing from beginning to end. I've just seen it in parts.
2: Um, I'm trying to think of other eighties movie, movies that are good. I like Spaceballs.
0: That's another movie I didn't watch till my twenties. But it kind of also goes up there, I'm not a, I wasn't a huge Star Wars fan.
2: Yeah, so you're not, yeah, that
0: makes sense. Um, and I think growing up when we did, it, if you were going to watch a movie, you either bought it, rented it, maybe borrowed it from a friend, or it was on TV and never, and this is also outside the movie theater, but never bought it, never rented it. I don't remember it being on TV, and I don't, I might have known people that had it, but I didn't necessarily borrow it off them.
2: saw the prequels a lot.
0: (laughs) Do you like those?
2: I don't mind them. They're all right. Like, I didn't, I, you know, those, I thought they were good enough. Like, I don't see what the, I think it's insane when George Lucas says shit, like, these movies are for children. It's like, well, you're talking about, like, embargoes on trade and stuff. Like, this clearly isn't a movie for children. Like. But like I don't know, they're funny. I don't. Parts of them are like hilarious, but they're not trying to be. Like I don't know, I get I get enjoyment out of every Star Wars movie except Episode Eight because Ryan Johnson uh, is the worst.
0: The one Star Wars movie that I actually really loved was Rogue One.
2: Rogue One was all right.
0: I like going in like we didn't necessarily know a lot of the characters, so it felt like a new story. The only thing is like you kind of knew how things were going to end, kind of. But they gave you enough decent surprises, and I think, like, as a whole, like, going in, that was one of the best more recent movies. Solo sucked, too.
2: Solo was just people doing impressions, <laughs> which I hate impressions.
0: You know, what kind of asshole would, you know, love impressions and be really good at them?
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. I think impressions are super lame, and no one should ever do them, so.
0: Ex- Especially Jesse Ventura. Like every impression I've ever heard of him is horrible. Yeah. Uh, everybody does a Bernie Sanders impression and those are God awful.
2: Yeah. Just don't do impressions, guys. Go on. Let's find a new joke. You hacks.
0: And definitely don't, you know, build a podcast around it.
2: Don't fucking do that. No one will listen to it. Trust me. You have to just start talking about stuff people are interested in. It's fucking
0: bullshit. <laughs> Unless you're Marty and Sarah, then you can pull it off. Any any other more of your um, movie takes that people don't like? Except for my biggest one, it's just like you are like I don't like going to the movies. But then yeah, we've had this conversation. Going to
2: the movies is awful. I think movies are bad mostly. Like there is movies I like, but for the most part, like I am never really interested in seeing like a movie. I think I watch like one or two movies a year, uh, and like maybe one of those will be in a theater, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah, I am just not a movie guy. Like I, I like TV, I like YouTube, but, like. Yeah, there's. But I used to be, man. I used to like watch a lot of movies, and I don't know when. I don't know when the 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 flip switch, the switch flipped. I don't know when that happened, but some one point it's just like, these are all too
0: long. (laughs) These are all really long.
2: Um, I think the best Batman movie is Dark Knight Rises.
0: (laughs) Eric Stevens hates you.
2: I just think it's. I thought it was really good. I think I. But I also hate like Heath Ledger Joker. I think it's one of the worst characters of all time. He doesn't even play the joker dude he doesn't even tell any jokes <laughs> if anything is the riddler because he makes that little like you got to pick between these two boats thing and that's a riddler move dude it's just every batman villain is the joker <laughs> it's like even if they're not the joker it's and it sucks they're all the joker it's the fucking worst you ever seen like the i'm sure you have but like batman forever
0: oh yeah just re- I've recently Carrey watched him
2: and tommy lee jones are both just the joker <laughs>
0: I, that I think has a lot more to it of because of a lot of the studio shit around yeah, the first sure. two Batman movies and the second two, because especially with how dark and everything Batman Returns was. So they had to like, kind of go back to something that wasn't as dark, which granted, you know, Nicholson's Joker and everything. There's a little darkness in there, but they c- they could work with it a little bit more. And it was a little bit more, uh, cartoony, but then again, to Some of those movies, they're more, or I should say, you know, Forever and Batman and Robin are a little more like the TV show than other Batman material.
2: Yeah. Like that's clearly what Joel Schumacher was going for is like the campy Batman vibes. Mm -hmm. I like those movies too. I don't know. I don't take like I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a Batman movie. Don't take it too seriously. Like, I don't think everything has to be a dark, gritty reboot. And that might be when I started to get like. To hate movies when every movie was like a dark, gritty thing. It's like, what the fuck are we doing, guys? Like, they did a dark, gritty Power Rangers, kind of. And it's like, it's okay, I guess. But like, I don't know, man.
0: Aren't they working on another Rangers. one? What? are they working on another one? Not oh, sequel wise, but Marshall. another reboot.
2: Yeah, me and Kevin Marshall are doing
0: it. <laughs> they didn't give me Tommy Oliver, so I was pissed.
2: Dude, they, they teased him. It's supposed to be in the sequel. Didn't do well enough in China. But trust me, I read all into this while it was happening. I was very, like, very upset, because I went into that movie thought it would suck, and the fact that it was just okay made it pretty amazing. <laughs> it's like, wow, I didn't hate that. So, like, that's good. Yeah, and they teased Tommy Oliver at the end. It was going to be a girl.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see them doing that.
2: it been cool. It's been really cool.
0: Because they didn't really tease the gender. Just mm-hmm. Tommy Oliver in a coat.
2: Yeah. It looked like a girl's hand. And with everybody, I think it was going to be a girl.
0: Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, but I'm... It reminds me a lot of Ghostbusters, the female one. I'm the rare person that doesn't hate it because I think Ghostbusters 2 was just a retread of the original, much like the woman's one was. Mm-hmm. But they were teasing like a, a Ghostbuster movie universe where they were going to take Zool, and which this means nothing to you, but they were going to take Zool and Vince Clortho and make this bigger, bad of Gozer go over a couple movies and I thought that that was interesting, but it also didn't do good in China. But I think it was one of those movies that it wasn't allowed in China.
2: Cause it was so bad. <laughs> Dude, you couldn't pay me money to watch that rebooted Ghostbusters movie. There's two people in that, that I think are like two of the least funny fucking people I've ever seen in my entire life. Who? Uh, is her name Melissa McCarthy? Yeah. I think She's awful. And then I think the girl from Saturday Night Live that's on that is, like, not funny in the least bit in anything I've ever seen her in. Ever.
0: Which one? The one that's currently on SNL or the one that used to be on SNL? Kate
2: something, right?
0: Oh, I love Kate McKinnon. No, I don't think she's funny at all. But Kate McKinnon's Well, go back to the impressions thing.
2: I, don't, I just don't think she's funny. But I don't think anybody on Saturday Night Live is funny. Like, I think it's a really bad show. But I'm with Mike from Virtual Pros, where I think it's always been a really bad show. It's just you watch it for so long that you remember the funny sketches, right? But you don't remember any of the awful shit. So, like, I'm Mm -hmm. sure when I watched Saturday Night Live, uh, it was just as bad. But I just don't remember the bad shit. I just remember, like, really good shit, like Sherry O'Terry. And,
0: like, (laughs) I don't know. See, there's a lot that I've always liked about SNL, but it was always few and far between. I think of the last decade, some of the best stuff literally has always been weekend update. Yeah. But we got, to, we got to a point comparing weekend update from now to the nineties of now we have a weekly show five days a week or actually no four days a week. Cause it's not on Fridays that is weekend update and it's called the daily show. Uh huh. So that kind of takes a little bit away from it. But that was like when I would record it, like I knew that was going to be the best part most times. Other than that, it always depended on the, all the guests and everything. Like the there was a Justin Timberlake episode where damn near the first half of that episode, going from the beginning to weekend update, which normally falls in the middle, was like amazing. But that doesn't always happen. All right, let's uh, let's move on to our our final call. Unfortunately, Ed, you're normally the green button, but you're here. Yeah. And I tried to work on a bit where you would call voicemail and talk to yourself, but we just couldn't get it done, which is fine. Uh, so. He's not necessarily a green button because it didn't change the color. Uh, well, fuck. He's currently the purple button, but he's not the purple button. Okay. It's just of what it was automatically set to. I
2: understand. Yeah. I thought I thought Dwight called in for. A oh no. <laughs> to ask
0: me for money. Uh, hey boys, it's. Hey boys. Six thousand dollars. I th- I think I figured out the identity of
2: Dwight. Oh yes, yeah, Dwight Howard from Nitro, West Virginia, currently living in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
0: Oh um, no, it's um, it's Hank Hill.
2: Is It's Mike Judge. I heard Mike (laughs) Judge calling in.
0: I heard like a clip from King of the Hill, and I'm like, oh my god, fucking that's Dwight. Very
2: similar. Yeah, it's a very similar tone.
0: Might be like related somehow, or you know, might be cousins or distant or whatever. You know, whatever maybe. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot, lot going on there between the two. Mike
2: Judge, if you're secretly Dwight Howard, just let me know, dude.
0: All right, uh, here's Reese. Hey guys, this is Reese uh saw a young mr edward is on the voice line today so i wanted to ask a few questions to him uh first it's kind of a two-part question who is your least favorite power ranger of all time and your favorite power ranger baddie secondly fuck mary kill of current noah stables ems alliance congo funky express and thirdly, uh, what was the last anime you watched, and would you recommend it? Here's to hear your answers, Mr. Edward. Much love to both you and Justin. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay hydrated. Much love.
2: Reese loves people drinking water, dude. <laughs>
0: loves you're, it. You're going to have to answer those last two, because I have, like, nothing for them. Yeah. So hopefully you remembered what they were, because I didn't even write them down. But uh, Yeah, I got it. Okay, for Power Rangers, one was it the your least favorite ranger and yeah. favorite baddie. Okay. I'm going to, I'll yeah. start with my favorite baddie favorite. It is. He was a big bad fucking Lord Zed.
2: Lord Zed looks the dopest, uh, but favorite baddie is Vengex Cause it's a virus and he could just be in anything. Yeah. I real RPM is my favorite season though. I was talking to Derek Dillinger about it this weekend where he's like, Mighty Morphin's the best. I'm like, yeah, Mighty Morphin's classic, but like, it's not about be-. RPM is the best. Least favorite ranger is easy. It's Justin, Blue Ranger from uh, Turbo. It's a little kid. Little kid actors suck. So the already shitty acting in that show was made even shittier.
0: Oh, I remember. Like, I wasn't Justin watching sucked, then.
2: dude.
0: Yeah, I wasn't watching then, but I remember when the movie came out, and, like, that... I remember that, like, they being a younger kid and thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, that doesn't make sense. It Wasn't he, like, so, normal size in costume?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got the, uh... They got the idea from... Super Sentai because uh, they had a ranger do it, and like where we got the white ranger suit from, like the Tommy White Ranger suit from that show. There, that the White Ranger was a little kid.
0: Uh, because I'm basic and very nostalgic. Uh, all three of the replacement rangers uh-huh. are my least favorite.
2: Oh man, they left her at a peace conference. Then we got Rocky and uh, Aisha and Adam.
0: Um, I. And then, like, learning as an adult that I never realized that Zach's missing a finger. What? Oh, you didn't know that.
2: No, but he's going to be at YumaCon, so I will definitely meet him just to find this out. I will pay money for an 8 by 10 just oh, to find this out.
0: Gen- like, it, it's legit. Like, uh, he is missing a finger huh. on one of his hands. It's clearly in a lot of the episodes. Okay. But you, you just don't notice it. And, like, maybe you don't notice it as a kid. Cause they never really like put the, like, Hey, you know, give me four. You know, there was no, nothing like that, but like going back and having that pointed out and like seeing pictures of him and like, Oh shit, he was missing a finger. Shit. That's nuts. How did, how did I inform you something about power Rangers that you didn't know?
2: I don't watch a lot of like, I don't really care about mighty Morphin cause it's the most covered. Right. Man, and I've okay. seen it a million times. So like, I don't, I don't know. I spend very little time thinking about mighty Morphin. What was the, oh the second question? Fuck Mary Kill the Noah Stables. Mm-hmm. So M's Alliance, uh, Congo, and Funky Express. See what Reese knows here is that I'm gonna want to kill Funky Express and M's Alliance because M's Alliance has Muda in it and I fucking hate that old man. But Funky Express is is literally like they dress like it's the set like they do they dance and I hate that shit too because it's Noah and I don't need that silly shit. Um. But Masato Tanaka and Mirafuji are also in M's Alliance, so I think you kill Funky Express. You fuck M's Alliance. That's a one and done. And then you leave Congo forever because Congo is the fucking best. It's got Katsuhiko Nakajima and Keno and fucking Tadasuke. <sighs> Tadasuke, dude.
0: I'll, I'll I'll take your word for it. What was it? Uh,
2: what's the last anime? What's the last anime you watched, Summers?
0: Um, nothing. <laughs> I'm not like I've never been an anime person.
2: Dope. It's just cool as
0: shit. Um, like I always say, like, closest I have really gotten to anime, one is technical anime, the other one's not.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I just it's a very similar like looking style, but um I did kind of like Voltron growing up. Yeah. And like I remember like at our school, a lot of us kind of liked Voltron right before Power Rangers hit. Okay. Because I remember seeing the toys first, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then like when Power Rangers hit, we were all kind of like, all right, Voltron to Power Rangers. And then the one that's, I, I know it's not anime, but the boondocks.
2: Yeah, I get what you mean. It's anime-inspired. It's like uh, Avatar. Avatar is an anime, but it looks anime. Mm-hmm. Um, I just watched, what's the last show I watched? Pretty Boys Detective Club. And, like, no, I wouldn't recommend that. I watched the whole show. Um, The mystery aspect of it is really good, but at the same time, it's, like, it's really weird and creepy. Like, it's mm, it's not a Pretty Boys Detective Club. Like, I you know what I mean? It's not... Ugh. i just finished uh i just rewatched letter b letter b for like the second time that was really good um i'm still going through one piece because you never will catch up with that uh i'm getting ready to rewatch soccer quest because it's fall time and i feel like that's a fall show it's just really great it's the best anime ever it's about girls that work at the tourism board of a tiny town summers
0: i have no idea what you just said so good pretend you're talking to Jonah about wrestling that's me Um, on anime I watched were you a a Pokemon guy
2: no I like the games but I've never watched really the anime ever
0: about Dragon Ball no
2: I'm not big into like fighting anime I watch a lot of slice of life stuff like Girls in Panzer it's about a like high school girls club there's like the sport is like tank wars (laughs) it's fucking dope
0: yeah, I remember like back in high school, there was a girl that I really liked, and I hung out a lot with her. And her and her roommate loved anime, and I couldn't get into any of that fucking shit. Like
2: Tiger Mask W, that's an anime about wrestling. New Japan people are in it. Yeah, I thought in an anime.
0: I I know of that one, just never watched it. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Everybody
2: think... watch Soccer Request. That's my. That's what I'm saying. Watch Soccer Request. Sergeant Frog.
0: Yeah, I don't. None of it. Can't get into any of it. I didn't even I really. Right, I didn't even really have any interest in Squid Game.
2: Squid Game is okay. Which, which I know. Is that, a death game. But I know. I've seen enough death games because it animated like it didn't excite me like everybody else. Yeah.
0: Which I know. I know it's not anime, but it's something that's Asian mm-hmm. origin. So it's like I just I, I I just wasn't really interested in it. I was like, all right, cool, move on. I think New Japan's like the only thing Japanese or Chinese well, other than food for either of them but that I like. I got into. And even then I got annoyed by like, man, I'm getting tired of, at least for my New Japan world, obviously it was always on the first, but like the price always changed because of the conversion rate. Yeah. And I couldn't, yeah. I could never like plan exactly what it was like. Oh, they're going to have, I'm going to have this much taken out. Oh no, it's, it's this much. I'm like, motherfuck, fuck, fuck this. That and what I've been on a rant for for the longest time, the fact that there isn't a dedicated streaming app across the board. For it, like, oh, no, you you can watch it on Amazon Fire or Google Chrome. Like, that's it. Like, no, I want, like, a nice app where I can, like, just sit down and click through your catalog. And, like, even if, like, if this was my biggest issue with the Chrome version, I would, it wouldn't, like, necessarily save my spot. So if I watched Wrestle Kingdom and I left off at a certain spot, I'd, like, remember where it was. I'm, like, that's, I mean, very first world problem. But I'm, like, th- fuck that. Have it saved for me.
2: Yeah, dude, I don't understand why it didn't, because even all Japan's, like, streaming service would leave off where you left off.
0: Yeah, so I don't understand how one of the and biggest... are
2: like a fucking indie at this point.
0: Fucking IWTV has a better fucking service than... Yeah, man. Than New Japan. Fucking get... We need to get Jerry a job over in Japan. Then we can get Joe a job in Japan. That'd be fun. Yeah. Gotta get Joe back to Cleveland first, though. Hopefully. That's my biggest thing.
2: Hashtag well, whatever it was.
0: Oh my long fucking hashtag. Mm-hmm.
2: Do that hashtag. Yeah yeah yeah. I
0: had to I had to save it because I couldn't remember it word for word, and I actually changed it at one point. <laughs> and like I think it used to be like get Joe Sposto back to an AIW show in 2021, and the one I have saved actually is get Joe spozo back to yeah Cleveland AIW show. So I think the one I end up using later was get. Joe Sposto back to in an AIW show because I, I thought maybe he could come to Cleveland or maybe he can come to hell on earth. All right, man. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs for you? Oh yeah. Big thank you to uh, Reese too for calling. And I don't think I, we didn't really think butters either, but thank you, butters for not really your Thanks, question, butters. but your statement.
2: You gave me a chance to publicly trash hook and the Goonies.
0: Yeah. Cause hooks just a bad pick.
2: It's fucking not good. <laughs> um, I'm at the person plugs. Pod Van Dam, uh, it comes out every Wednesday. I'm on it.
0: Except, with... except for this Wednesday.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't check this one. Let's do another episode that we did though, because if you're new, th- that episode is still new to you. Um, uh, wrestling, Twitter is what we talk about and phone calls. Is that good? <laughs> it's better than I normally do. I think I got all the essential info
0: in there. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you got oh, Patreon.
2: Oh Yeah. It's patreoncom podvandam, Twitter at PodVanDam, and you can follow me at PodVanEd.
0: Are you gonna plug uh, the Big Cartel store and the? Uh, isn't there there a T Public?
2: No, because I don't know if anything's on it right now. Because that was a pre-sale shirt. Oh
0: yeah, that was a pre-sale shirt. So
2: I think the pre-sale might be done.
0: T Public stuff is up though. We have T Public stuff. Is isn't that where the stuff used to be? Like there was. The, I have no clue. That the, was all
2: Mike Moy. I didn't even like have any. I didn't even know about any of that stuff.
0: Oh, okay. Cause I've yeah, I've thought about buying stuff off of there.
2: I think, yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, Mike Moy set that up. So Mike Moy, be listening. <laughs> let, us, let us know if people still buy stuff off that with that old logo on it.
0: The the poppy logo. Yeah. Or no, not T Public. I think it might be T Spring. Something. I kind of
2: remember what you're talking about now. I don't it, even know if that's still up.
0: Yeah, as I'm pulling it up now, it is up. You can get. Uh the, the poppy logo shirt long sleeve classic tee fleece blanket Ooh. uh classic tank top wall tapestry indoor pillow uh classic long sleeve tee and you can get which you can also get the reverse of it with a black background and the same Ooh. logo. You can also get uh the Pod Van Dam cross-legged owl logo Ooh. on some stuff, and then uh, there's some mugs, there's some tote bags, some hoodies. Yeah, it's but it's all old, like the the old PVD Rob Van Dam logo, Cross Legged Out logo, and the Poppy logo.
2: Man, Mike, well, if you're listening, send me that Cross Legged Out logo. We barely use that for anything. I think we could put that on some stuff.
0: I, I want the the Pod Van Dam tracksuit. That's what we need to work on for like yeah for like the team.
2: I want to sell enough of them to buy a 205 live track suit from somebody that got one on that run.
0: That would be interesting. <laughs> and of course, you can find myself at j Summers 330 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.com. Net. Like I said earlier in this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe if you listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, rest and Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, Spanish Nounce Table, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast. It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Game Marks Podcast, Powerbomb Jutsu, Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, If You Catch My Grift, Add Odds With Wrestling, Best in the World Podcast, Marks With Mics, This Ends at Prom and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends such as Thrift Store Jobber. The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventure, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Good Company, Heart of Gold, Toy Haya Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, and be sure to use the 10% off code when you order of Cheers so you can save yourself a little money. Russell Void. Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you don't like Hook.
2: Later. I like Taz's kid Hook, though. He's dope. <laughs>
0: And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when it's Pod Van Dam. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. I completely fucked that up because I did not say... (laughs) I did the wrong fucking cadence. I fucked up. Because I forgot I didn't pull up my podcast notes. (laughs) All right, take two. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when it's Pod Van Dam. Welcome to Wrestling yeah. Cheers. We'd like to talk about things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my fucking <laughs> forgot my own fucking intro.
2: Oh, dude, that's why we do a cold open. <laughs>
0: Well, then you forget to do the. It's Pod Van Dam.
2: Um, I catch it normally. There's a couple times I have it.
0: But all right, let me take three. This will definitely be. I'll I'll pull up my editing for
1: Pod Van Dam, and this will go at the end of the show. <laughs>